after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, welcome, welcome back. It is season two of BET's Being Mary J. We are here recapping it again on AfterBuzz TV. I am your host, Megan Thomas. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at MegScoop. And who are you ladies? Well, I am Fania Thomas. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Fania Thomas. And I'm Ashley Gray. Make sure that you follow me on Ashley Gray TV on both Instagram and Twitter. Yes! And Tiana's also back, but it's her birthday. Hey, boo! Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Beyonce! Birthday. Turn yes. up, turn up! Turn up, turn up! So she's turning up. She'll be back next week, guys. But as always, make sure you follow AfterBuzz TV on iCloud. What is it? No, I, I got that so wrong. Read the iTunes. <laughs> iTunes, SoundCloud, and on YouTube, <laughs> youtube.com forward slash AfterBuzz TV. Make sure you subscribe. There's a billion shows on there, including this one. And if you want to talk to us while you're watching this, just make sure you hashtag us ABTVBMJ. And we'll see your tweets. And we'll what probably was that shout again? You. What's the hashtag? ABTV BMJ. Yes. If you want to hashtag us, we'll read you. And where comments. do they go to do that at? Twitter. Love that. What about AfterBuzzTV.com? What do they do there? You can watch us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go to AfterBuzzTV.com. Ha ha. Like right now, they can watch us? Like right You can now. see us there. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the new season of Being Mary Jane. What did you guys think about this new episode? Well, well before we, yeah, we, before got we get into the it. We need to open up our <laughs> bottle of liquor. Vania. Everybody, um, for all of you MJB fans, I'm sure you all know that Gabrielle Union has her own wine line and it is vanilla pudding. Not pudding, yes. pudding, I-N. Because that's how she rolls. So we're going to crack this <laughs> Chardonnay open to toast and cheers to season two. And we're going to let y'all know how it, we're gonna let y'all know how it, how it is. Yes. It is, I would not is. be a gracious person if I serve myself first. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you too kind? Aww. Right? And um, for Miss Marissa, our engineer, we have some for you to hear as well, darling. And we're also going to toast to Tiante's birthday. Yes. Tiante's birthday. Cheers. Happy birthday. Yay. Yay. Let's, Let's see. see. Mm. What you're supposed to do, you're supposed to swirl it. Oh, Megan chugged it. <laughs> Megan oh, chugged it. good. You're supposed to swirl it. Girl, this is it. called vanilla pudding. Drink we ain't got to do a fancy. It's called pudding, girl. 
It's really good. It went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> oh, that's tasty. Right. Ooh, cheers to Gabrielle Union. Get it. You guys should be having some I'm of this every two. This is the official drink of Tuesday night. It is. I feel bad for choking on her, but I really did chug it down the wrong throat. <laughs> that was operator error. Nothing right. to do right. with right. this Napa Valley Chardonnay. So shout out to it's Vanilla actually, Pudding. It is really good. You can it's get really it good. at, uh, I forget, it's, it's not at all wine stores. I fr- okay. I'll figure it out. I'll let you know. But Stand it doesn't by. taste like vanilla pudding. So don't think that you're about to get a cupcake. It's a Chardonnay. It kind of does taste <laughs> like a cupcake, sweet. though. I mean, yeah, it's sweet. But it's not like a Riesling sweet. It's good, though. I like it. It's tasty. Okay. So make sure y'all get y'all some vanilla pudding. Mm-hmm. So while we sip on our pudding, <laughs> what what's the tea? What's the wine, ladies? What's What do you think about this season so far? I feel like it's going to be like Post-It Tuesdays. Because this, <laughs> it is, it's going to be posted Tuesday's realness. It's going to be going up on a Tuesday. <laughs> it is. It was great from beginning to end. It really is hashtag still unraveling. Like right. from moment to moment, she was unraveling mm-hmm. and I love it. I really love that we saw a member, of, like every member of the cast we saw in the first episode, except for the dad. We didn't see the dad this episode, but it was really great to kind of reconnect with everyone, Mm -hmm. see everyone's face again. A shout-out to Aaron D. Spears. Absolutely love him. The entire cast is amazing, and it was just really great to see them again. I'm I'm now in love with Tuesdays all over again. Right! It's time again for this amazing show. And so then we start the episode off. Uh, Mary Jane comes back, and... As we recall from the last season, she went to David's house. Mm. And we the scene closed. They were reading a baby book, honey. So we know David is having a baby. But Mary Jane doesn't know this yet. And so she comes home and she feeds her little fish, Starsky. What did you think she was going to do with the fish before she threw it out the window? Literally take it outside just to watch the trees. <laughs> Wait, can we rewind for a moment? Can I mean, it just really, I really related to her when she walked in the house and took off her clothes. That's what every woman does. They take off their bra first. (laughs) And then they take off their pants. So that was definitely a relatable moment. I was like, tonight I'm going to go home, snatch this bra off. You feel it. it. As you're watching this, you're like, well, I know that film. You take your bra off and you're like, ooh, yes. Take the pants off. You just walk around with your shirt and undies. (laughs) You just know the feeling. So, yes, she throws the fish out of the window. You see, she's breaking. She's <laughs> Which I think was kind of cruel. Like, right. <laughs> that poor fish. Then they zoomed in on him. I'm like, why are we going to zoom in on the poor? That's, right. That was Nemo's cousin. Right. Why are they doing right. that to Nemo's cousin? <laughs> I felt I, I felt for the fish. I was really sad. I know. Somebody's, there's going to be, like, ASPCA people or, like, PETA, <laughs> like, boycotting Barry Jane for the, the salt of a fish. Hopefully it was a fake fish and no fish were hurt in the making Girl, of no, the yeah. fish, a fish was hurt. <laughs> a fish was definitely fish down. Fish down. Well, I like how it was Starsky and Hutch and how it related to like her love life and right. what she's going through. And I'm sorry, that fish house, that fish bowl was, was off nice. the hook. You don't like, throw that out a window. Mary Jane, that fish bowl looks better than some people's apartments. At right, first I right. thought it was like some kind of model, like she was going to buy a house and this was a model of the house that she was buying. Oh. And I was like, who is she talking to? Like, she <laughs> to the and then I saw the poor little fish. She started feeding some, so I thought it was a spider. I don't know why I thought it was a spider. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then all of a sudden, I see this fish, and I'm like, oh, Nemo. 
I was sad. I know. I was sad. She's killing fish out here in these streets. Um, so then, of course, she has a dinner party, and she invites some of her closest friends. Actually, friends. not closest friends, because those are David's friends. Well, which... apparently, she uh, made it seem like she was cool with them still, which I think was kind of shysty. Okay? So we see that they're, <laughs> they're having some discussions. They're having some discussions about... Uh, uh, what educated black people do at dinner parties. We talk about the black race and how to, the advancement of black people, which I was laughing because I was like, I've been to plenty of these parties. Right. Well, I really right. appreciated the discussion because they talked about education. They yeah. talked about politics. They talked about social class. And it's really refreshing to hear that, right. especially on a show like this. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a peek inside of dinner parties. Like, we don't all just turn up and get ratchet. Right. I mean, we do after a couple of drinks, but it starts <laughs> off very educational. Right, well, right. One of the things that resonated with me during the dinner party conversation was that you be African American at home, and then when you walk outside, you get your money. Right. You know, when you're a part of America, you be American when you go outside. Right. Do you, you agree, with, agree with, that? with that? I don't. I, do. I don't. You don't? I don't. I feel like I wake up black, I go to sleep black, everywhere <laughs> I go, I'm black. So I'm not going to put, I can't put on a mask. Like, I'm black, and I'm proud of that. So why would I try and tone it down or try and be a certain way when I step out of my door? I don't think everybody's blackness is at a certain level. Right. I think, like, with all things, there's different levels. So you right, mean so a ratchet person needs to tone it down a little right. bit. It's kind of like being a freak in the sheets. But you know what I mean? Like, seriously. <laughs> what? Like, it's, you don't have to always be at volume 10 at all times right, in right. life. You know what? You do turn the volume down. You adjust accordingly. So, no, I, I, so basically what? She was trying to say that black people are uh, too ratchet. Don't be ratchet out. Like... Because essentially, that's what she was saying. Don't be like, don't be your natural ratchet selves, black people, when you step no, outside. No, there's a time and place. I took it as there's a time and place. If right. I'm that's in corporate America and I'm sitting in yeah. a, you know, and talking about a billion dollar contract, right. I'm going to go to my educated self, and that's who's going to be represented at the table. Not right. my turn up Tuesday on the dance floor. <laughs> well, one thing that I did find interesting, I, Lisa's character is the one who said this, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And she ain't Adele. black. So how no. you gonna tell me what to do? And that was the other part. When right. it's coming yeah. from a non-African American. And then, but then she, but that's why she was like, what? Cause of course, she says, you people. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's like, what mm. you people? She was like, you know, my butt is African, like. So she. Which is, that was an insult. Latina. Don't yeah. you think that was an insult? I, I, I don't take kindly when other people who are non-African American speak about African American things. No, stay in your lane. You wanna talk about Latina stuff? Not a problem. <laughs> I she can't. That, she doesn't have a comment or an opinion about <laughs> black people. Then I think that within that circle, of course, there is going to be discourse that's very, you know, the banter back and forth, and right. it's friendly. But right. from an outside perspective, me watching the show, I'm like, mm, no. But if it right. was the homie, and then someone said that, I'd be like, girl, you funny. I would have been. I would right. laugh. Right. So I get it. I loved it. I thought it was very comical. Right. So and we, we all have, have those about. friends of we different do. backgrounds who can get away with. You know, making right. commentary. Everything like that. but saying an N word. <laughs> Try me if you want to. So then, of course, they say they talk about how edu- and you know the whole education field, how they feel like um, we failed. Basically, we got everything handed to us. So what's left? Um, and then there was also talk about the church and how we try to pin everything on waiting on Jesus. Hmm. Do you guys think that's true? I'm still do you waiting think on as, God. As black people, do you think we do that too much? 
No, no, I think that during, especially during the slavery era, we did depend a lot on our faith, and that carried over from generation to generation to generation. So we do have a really, like, we have a rich religious culture, right. and I that's just, that's what it is. It's, it's nothing tradition. Like, yeah, it's, it's not, oh, I'm not going to work because I'm waiting on God to bless me with that perfect job. No, it's I'm going to work and then have faith that God will give me something even better and right. even better. But so. I think that's what she was talking about. I think um, Val, their friend, I think that's what she was meaning when she said... Um, we we wait on Jesus too much. I think there's a lot of people who don't believe that you the works. They're just literally waiting. Like, I'm just going to sit here and wait. So I see what she's saying about that. Yeah. But, of course, Dr. Latasha Rose. What's her name on the show? Because I know her her real name, Latasha. <laughs> we know we know oh. everybody's real name. Uh, that's the yes. standby and, for that. Yes, her doctor. <laughs> the doctor, of course, is like, no, we got to give the, the black church credit because that's been a cornerstone of black culture. Yeah. And so, of course, and they also talk about um, Chris Spencer, mm. who plays Chris on the show, which is really funny that he has the same name. Um, he said that black people are, you know, we are the reason that this country is flourishing. We are, we built the infrastructure. What do you I, think? I agree with that. I really feel that. Oh, and shout out to uh, Latarsha Rose. Her character's name is Lisa Doctor, Hudson yes, on Lisa. the show. But I definitely do agree with Chris and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like America was built on the back of, backs of slaves. Right. And um, whether people want to acknowledge it or not, it's American history. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. Yep. Happy Black History Month to my fellow African Americans. Actually, happy Black History Month to everyone Everybody. living in America because black history is American history. Amen. Shout you out say to that. Chris and Chris. Chris on it, Chris's, Chris's yes. character. And someone also made the comment of African Americans have lost their spirit. I don't feel that that's totally the case. I think, I, here's what I think. I think we've been handed a lot so there's not, just like... What? Let me tell you what I'm saying. So like, just like BJ's character says, he says that, you know, as black people, like, there's no more frontiers. And if you think about it, it's kind of true. We don't have to, we can get on any bus and sit where we want. We can sit anywhere but in a restaurant. it wasn't handed to us. It was, And that's where I disagree. I feel like, I do agree that Black people, African Americans, have lost their spirit because they feel a lot of like the millennials, people my age, we didn't go through that stuff, right, right. so it, we we don't really relate to it. But as far as stuff getting handed to us, my people, my ancestors, nothing was handed to them. Right. They fought. They were very spirited people. They went out and they protested, and they, you know, they literally lost their lives right. for for us. So it wasn't handed to no, us, and it's, he, we're not spirited anymore. Right? Like when I it come recently, we have been and when in relation to Ferguson and Garner and things like that. But no, we have lost our spirit. I think what's happening is the people that do have their spirit, they're being their sound and noise is being drowned out by all the ratchetness and what right. pop oh, culture yes. and what America likes to focus on. Mm-hmm. The distractions. So, yeah. So I think they're still out there, but right now they're not the focus. Right. Unless That's something true. tragic happens. And then yeah. it's like we all have to rally, rally together. Yeah. Right. And of course he says that um we as black people should be rallying together to fight causes like <laughs> putting our money together for lobbyists to make medical marijuana legal That's in the state of Georgia where they live. Um It's a cause. At least he's fighting for something, you know. Of course the drug dealer pla- boy. Right? There's a pla- might 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 as well make his illegal job legal right. in some way. Right. 
I just think that a lot of time and effort can be put into something a little bit more positive than legalizing marijuana. <laughs> it happened in Colorado. I definitely agree that there is a market for that, but... I feel that that's, don't limit yourself. There's limitless possibilities. Why put yourself in this box and be like, oh, well, weed is going to be my way to go because this is all that I know. That shouldn't be all that you know. And I think that in this season, his character is going to, well, his character, we're going to see his character develop. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be all about just selling weed and smoking weed and dealing weed and no, no, no. No, we saw he was in school, right? He was in, hopefully he'll, he'll he? graduate. Yeah, Did he, he drop was... out? Did <laughs> he get his degree? Does he have his high school diploma? Oh my gosh, Ashley. <laughs> we don't know. Can we talk about the shade that was thrown at Val during yes. this party? Because I wasn't ready. That was so. Of course, this is what happens when people start drinking a little much. You know, it starts getting later in the night at the dinner party, mm-hmm. and then lips start to fly. And when say the what vanilla really pudding is gone, this yes, is what happens. This is what happens. And so, you know, Val tries to kind of clear the air and talks about this show that she saw with these ducklings, and the mom had to leave the duckling behind. How did? Okay, I was confused. How did that make sense, or how did that relate to what Mary Jane was saying about her brothers? It made sense to Val, based on, like what Mary Jane said, basically that. Her brothers are left behind. Like, it's survival of the fittest. And the mom basically is leaving the brothers behind. That's how she sees it. Right. That's not how Mary Jane or maybe their mom sees it. But that was Val's takeaway. Okay. So, of course, did you think that uh, Mary Jane was right to check her like that? I sure did. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Please do not come for me unless you are announced, honey. It's just not. The comparison was just to me. It had no relevance. I mean, yes, it made sense to Val, but it could have been something. She could have come up with something else. She's very educated. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she could have made another reference. And Wrong no. timing. I think it, the timing was just all like... And you know what? I took it as she was trying to cut the tension. And she was like, okay, it's getting really thick in here. So uh, let me tell then you how she's worried. But she, I don't think joke. she's funny. Like, she probably isn't funny. So she thought, this is going to clear the air a little bit. And it was a horror. Yes, it was horrible. But I think yeah. Mary Jane went a little too hard at her. But we find out why. Because Mary Jane is really jealous of her. And Mary Jane says that. Uh, I believe that. No. no I think that's that. absolutely true. No way. I think that that was her trying to get information from Val. Yes. And to try and soften her up to get what she wanted. Mm-hmm. But there, I don't even see the comparison. I see Val and I see Mary Jane. They're both in their own lanes. And they're both successful but at different things. And there's no reason for either one of them. Especially Mary Jane to be jealous of Val. No, I think because here's the unconceivable. I just feel like because if you look at Mary Jane's character, she wants to be married. She wants to have somebody that she can call her own. She wants to be a mom. She wants to be, but she doesn't put it out there like that because then in her field that makes her look weak. So deep down inside, she, I think she really does want what Val has. I think Val serves a purpose of intel, and that yeah. is it because she is the link of to David, and that's it. I mean. She's just there to spill the tea when she needs it. And that's why when we saw her, you know, arrive at her doorstep late at night when she has children, because I'm, this is the first time we're meeting Val and Chris. Like, yeah. I, we were both like, who are you? And another thing, I feel like Mary Jane just discovered this passion and this, oh, I want this. I want a kid. I want to get married. I want to be with David. I think that this is going to wear off. Every woman and man, for that matter, when you're in a really, uh, you have a strong connection with someone and you want to be with them, when you guys break up, you're going to take it hard. I don't think that Mary Jane really is ready for 
the commitment that she thinks she's ready for right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, seeing her and Val, I mean, Val and Chris together may kind of push it a little bit. Like, ooh, this, this is really what I really want. But all of this just started happening. But see, I don't think, because she freaking took the man's sperm and put it in the freezer. But like, she was also, that? She was also doing <laughs> homeboy. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I, which I agree with you. I don't think she's ready for the commitment that she thinks she's ready for. But in her head, she... Think she's right. ready she just for it. wants it because David is now with someone else who happens to be white, which is a whole nother topic. And uh, <laughs> that's I think that just pushed another button. It's like, okay, he's with another woman. Wait, and she white? Push. And well, she pregnant? Push, push. <laughs> just saying. She also did say, like, I want your Instagram life, which, as we all know, is right. not reality. Exactly. They may appear to be the perfect couple, but that's not the case. And she even said, oh, you didn't hear the fight that we had on yeah. our way here. So I think the I everybody wants the idea of having the perfect life and the perfect husband and the perfect kids and the perfect job. Right. That's not true. It is. It's Instagram. It's the life you live on Instagram. Yeah. Not the case. Now, going back to these buttons that are being pushed, her brother (laughs) said something that was very piercing to, I think we all gasped while we were watching it, that that is why he is now with a white lady. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you guys really think that guys feel as if the African-American women are too uh, spicy? I know that for a fact. Yeah, of course. I was told that all throughout undergrad. I, there wasn't a lot of black ladies on my campus, mm-hmm. and there was a handful of black men, and they would always be like, yeah, Ashley, you know, you just have too much sass. You are too... <laughs> like, you're not five. Five-year-olds yeah. are sassy. You're too um, spirited. You're too colorful. You're too this and that. But the white boys, though, loved it. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, so... So, but, but like then, okay, so then should we be mad about that then? Or should we be like, okay, I, because I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Me, exactly. Well, that, and I don't find that to be the case. There has yet to be an African-American male that's been like, oh my God, I can't handle you too much. Right. Because I'm, because I'm black. Like, that's, right. so I'm just kind of like, I don't know that life, not to say that it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. But I just, I'm just like, I think oh, what they do is they smacked. make, they make a connection between your attitude and your blackness. I don't think it's necessarily because you're black, like, Oh wait, I'm not going to talk to her because you're black. It's like when I open up my mouth and I give you something mm-hmm. and I'm not necessarily passive and it's like, "Oh, you say something, let me check you on that boo." Right. It's more so like, "Oh, you too much for me. I'm just going to go ahead and go with her, mm. Becky." And um, I knew know, that was coming. I knew, there's Becky always a Becky. There's always a Becky. But and I really think it's it's I think it's because people, the the characteristics that we as black women have to have, which is, A, we have to be on our stuff. We have to be go-getters. We have to, you know, a lot of times we have to be in charge of stuff. We have to lead stuff because a lot of times we have to lead in our homes. Mm -hmm. We might have uh, single mothers who we saw had to be mom and dad and the breadwinner and the the teacher and the cook and like everything. So as especially black women, we've learned to be very strong. But the problem is a lot of men, especially nowadays, cannot deal with that because they're not really like the men of old you know what I mean so then you see a woman who has these strong qualities you're not trying to deal with that I get it I get it there's a lot and then there's some black women especially we we don't know the fine line we've got to go out here and be like aggressive dogs to like get you know attack that's how we have two for survival one we're females so we have that you know 
uh, <laughs> we have that. And then on top of that, we're African-Americans. Right. Yeah. So there's right. that. So, of course, yeah, when he says that, that stung. I think every black one was like, oh, did he just say that about? Oh, that's why David went with the white lady. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't think is the case. I think that it was just chance happening. Mm-hmm. And they hooked up. And then he got her pregnant. And he decided to, you know... I want to do this right. I right. cannot I wait till child. we find out what happened. Like, how come the baby's staying? I can't wait till we get into all that. I mean, that. I think we if, know. If, if she's pregnant, because they, he, they're they going to the, the doctor. doctor's appointment next right, week. Right, 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 right. So, we don't know if mm. homegirl is having a little homie. <laughs> or homegirl. <laughs> or homegirl. We don't I know I love yet. how you put that stuff. <laughs> we sure don't. So, that is going to be interesting to see. Um, and I also want to say that I... I think Mary Jane is foul for, like, really just using Val and Chris. Like, you're not friends with them. You know you're not friends with them. Stop being so foul. And I don't understand why Val is, why they're nice enough to let Mary Jane into their home. Like, why y'all being, y'all know she don't like y'all. She (laughs) was so rude this episode. I'm like, why is she, like, this is a side of Mary Jane that I kind of, I kind of witnessed towards the end of the first season. But this episode, I was like, ooh, clutches pearls. I think I would have had to snatch her. But that's this where episode. she's at right now. She's at a place of hurting people because she's hurting. Yeah, right? that's hurting true. people hurt people. Right now, she's on a tirade. She's not happy. She's heartbroken. Mm-hmm. So she's on a rampage. So I, I expect this behavior from her. I mean, she Actually, threw a fishbowl at her own window. Right. I Cuckoo. do not expect this behavior from Mary Jane. That's why I was so shocked because she's always so put together, which we know right. people who are normally they present themselves as put together are not necessarily you know put together but i just didn't expect this from her no she you know why she's why? beautifully flawed Ooh, yes that's why hashtag mm. she's beautifully flawed like she has it together in other areas of her life which she let her brother know at the party but yet this one area is just chaos mm. yeah which makes her so relatable which is right like, right Girl, this whole that. episode i was like oh i'll be doing that like okay i have a question i have a question for you ladies have you ever broken up with a guy who you were really interested in? You guys broke up. Don't talk to him anymore, but you still have his text messages in his phone, <laughs> in your phone, and you just go through them just to read Man. the conversation over and over. Have you ever done it, Fania? Yeah. I've done it. Me too. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, I... I'll take it a step further where you delete all this stuff, right? I'm going to delete the contacts. I don't have the number. And then there'll be like 1 a.m. somewhere (laughs) on some random day. And you're calling your cell phone company. You're looking online to find that number, your last call. No? I've done it. I've done it. I'm not going to lie. I've done it before. I am a hopeless romantic. And when I feel like there just may be a glimmer of hope, I go the right. extra mile. And no, no. How about Facebook stalking? Oh. Yes. I was laughing. I was like, okay, Facebook stalk. And then you like also Facebook stalk the woman he's with. Uh-huh. Like, Were you in the, on the mm. sister, grandma, cousin, right. nephew page, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, right. LinkedIn, Snapchat, Vine? Oh, oh yes. But me and Noam all oh, yes. right. <laughs> yeah. I am a Google like fanatic. I can use a search engine. I know you can, honey. You can find anything in a heartbeat. As we're talking about it, she'd be like, what you mean this? Like, we know how you do. Yes, let us know about your crazy. Make sure you hashtag us ABTVBMJ with your comments. Do you do any of these things that Mary Jane is doing? I'm sure you do. Don't lie. Go ahead and tweet us. ABT, come on now. Send me some. I'm looking. I am paying attention. I'm not on my phone just for 
to engage. Right. But we want to see your tweet. I'm trying to talk to y'all. So then let's talk about Nisi. Well, let me give you so Nisi is with her grandmother. She's staying at the house, at the family's house. And she's talking to her homegirl, and grandma comes in and checks her. Which she should have checked her. Checks her yes. hard. Did you, y'all, did you think it was a little bit too harsh? Not at all. Nope. Not at all. What she said, she had so many violent points, I stopped counting. Right. It's ridiculous. Like, come on, I'm paying the bills. You're just laying around the house. You have two kids. You don't have a job. Congratulations. You want to go to school. I appreciate that. However, what are you doing until then? I think that a lot of people do, they, especially young people, they depend on grandmothers, grandparents, moms to take care of them. And they use like every excuse in the world to get out of it. And if it was me, I would have been kicked her out. Like, look, you have to go. That a job or leave. And you know, that's the reason why I don't blame Nisi. I don't blame her because even as harsh as grandma was to her, I was kind of like, wait a minute, because people don't get this lazy out the blue. Yeah. That usually it's because somebody has enabled them to be like that. So that's why I was like, hold up, grandma. The reason why your kids is like this is because of you. So you can't be mad at them because this is who you raised them to be. Well, she has parents now, too. Let's not forget. We can't go straight to grand. I feel like that's what grandparents are for, to come in with, like, the harsh reality. To swoop in if they need to be. Right, because parents are sometimes too close, you know I mean, they can't see outside. So I think her dad kind of was really, really laxed. No, but their dad lives with them, too. So that's kind of like... Therefore, leading by example. That's what I'm saying. So, of course, Grandma, you let your son live with you for that long. What do you think his kids gonna do? But then again, her son, at one point in your life, you have to take responsibility for yourself because her son is a graduate of Morehouse. Right. So, obviously, you are well-educated. What did you do with that degree? Right. So, it's like, okay, I'm helping you, and I'm... I've given you a roof over your head for this many years. Now it's time for you to spread your wings and fly, honey. Like, why? He Not, did, but, yeah, and he, he stumbled. And that's why, this is one thing that we need to do more as African Americans. We need to help our people when they are struggling. Right. And also give them a kick in the butt when they need it. Like, exactly. all cultures do this. They will live 10 to a one-bedroom house mm-hmm, so they true. can all be successful. Right. True. Which is, you know, we need more of that. It just needs to be a balanced combination. I'm glad that the the parents are able to have multiple generations living under the roof, but they also need to start being self-sufficient and maybe... You know, it's a start. He's babysitting trailers right now. Right. But he's, at least he's not sitting at home playing video games. And remember, he used to have businesses. He was in the club business, you know what I mean? And, and then that's he had- even, that's all more reason to be motivated to get that back. You right. already have the knowledge. You know the content. You know what to do. You need to do it now. Then his excuse, I bet, will be, well, I don't have the money. Well, I guess that's why he's babysitting trailers. Which is, I think that's so, because remember last season, he hit up Mary Jane about helping him fund his own club, and of course she was like, I, why would I give you money? That mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, I think he's trying, and I think he's, you know, trying. He he he, he was down on his times. It right. happens sometimes. Well, didn't he have a relapse? Yeah. So we don't even know where that stands as of yet. So we'll see. There's some interesting stuff going on there. But, of course, Nisi takes that MARTA with her kids, taking her babies on the MARTA train really late (laughs) at night. Nisi, what are you doing on MARTA? MARTA is not safe at (laughs) night. And um, she calls Mary Jane. Mary Jane comes and picks her up like a good auntie. And um, I really, I thought it was really cute how they had their banter back and forth about how uh, Grandma is. They they did Impressions were on point. Mm, they were, they it were. was good. It was really good. They I was like being that. should night, honey. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not Suge Knight. No, I Suge. Don't say Suge Avery. <laughs> That's another African American that we don't want to talk about right now. (laughs) Prayers going up for him. He might be in the hospital. Oh gosh. Okay. So then, uh, I really, so I like to see the softer side of Mary Jane when she goes into the room, turns off the TV, and she sees the baby just awake on her mama's stomach, and she picks her up. It was the cutest moment. It was very tender. Yes. Very tender. That's when she butted out David. Now, right who would have picked up the phone and talked to David during that moment? If I would have been like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm literally butt dialing you. My bad. Perfect freaking transition. It's like, oops, I, this is, because you know how, I'll like say I butt dial, but I really call. Right. That's why It's like, literally, like, uh-uh. this is an accident. And no, I'm like, seriously, no, it's an accident. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> I'm like that would that was a perfect time for her to actually talk to David and have a conversation instead of running to Val and Chris. But she didn't want to have a conversation with him. She didn't even want to talk to him when Val and Chris were when she was at their house. She just doesn't want to talk to him. Right. She, she doesn't want she doesn't information. Want, right. She doesn't really want to know the truth. I think she would like well, somebody tell me something. If she really wanted to know, she would have asked him. That's true. She doesn't want to know. Mm-mm. But Obviously, she does because <laughs> she he ended up at her hotel room. Right. Mm. So let's talk mm. about that. So, of course, um, we see that Mary Jane has she the final time of her asking Val and Chris about what's going on with him, with David. Uh, Chris does what they should have done at Mary Jane's house. He calls David and was like, you just talked to him. Now you're bringing a crazy to my house. We're going to play right. that. And so, of course, um, she talks to David, and uh, David tells her that the girl's pregnant. His girl is pregnant. She seems a little sad. Like, girl, you should have been asked. She that. said, "Congratulations." Right. Fake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she comes home, and of course, Nisi's fighting with her dad, or they're having an argument, and they're talking, and she's just like, "I don't want to be bothered with this." So she mm-hmm. goes to a hotel, which I was like, I feel like that would be me if I had money like that, and you know, people are being loud. I'd be like, "Y'all can stay at my house." I'm going to go to the hotel and live it up tonight. Like, she doesn't want to be bothered. Right, right, right. She's got her own stress that's on her shoulders right now. Right. So then we see David there. Who thought it was a dream? I did. Initially, I thought that it was a dream sequence. But turns out it was not. Well, no, because I remember saying, who she put on makeup for? She She put some stuff on her face. And there was another plate at the table. And I was like, and there's candles lit. Right. So I was Ooh. just like, um, oh, you're very observant. Now I'm thinking, I was like, hold on, wait, you are so right, honey. You connected all mm-hmm. the dots. You better. And she had to make sure that hair, that hair was under that right? shower cap. Make sure it stayed straight. So I was like, mm, who, mm, what, 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 that's why I was like, she's at a hotel. Who are we waiting for? Right, right. Which is messy in itself because if you know this guy has a baby, has a girlfriend, right. why would you even light these candles? Why would you try and put any makeup on? If you, honestly, that's the best thing to do. Like, if you are just want closure, invite him over. Don't put no makeup on. Put not no to a hotel makeup. room either. I mean, not to a hotel <laughs> right? room, but I mean, I'll tell Even you why. Because the house. in your mind, you feel like you have control and you can do this. No right. matter what the arena, no matter what the circumstance, no matter what the setting, you feel like, I got this. I'm going to get closure this way. And I still want to look my best. Of course. So Just this in is case how he wants gonna... me back. <laughs> right, right. Well, you just always want to look your best at all times. And they know <laughs> what they're not having anymore. But right. yeah, and you feel like, okay, I'm going to get this closure. Let's, let's done it. 
And then it never works out how you think you plan it. And right. it obviously right. did not because so they, they almost did the hanky panky. They did. I thought they were going to go all the way. I was Me like, too. oh, they're about to do this. I cannot believe you, Mary Jane. Yet again, you're still in somebody's man. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Because Mary Jane did not make the first move. Who made the first move? David. Low down. It doesn't dirty dog. matter. Yes, it does because. <laughs> They're both wrong. I don't want to put too much of the negative attention on Mary Jane and her actions because David is just as wrong in the situation. Like, you're over there. You know that you have a girlfriend. You know you have a baby on the way or allegedly. Why would you even make the first move? I I think he's more wrong than her. I think he's more wrong because he has a situation. Mary Jane is single. Mm-hmm. That's true. No business even but what going I'm saying, to the hotel But what I'm saying all. is I think we're all responsible for our own actions. And so Mary Jane, like, she's already been in a situation where she was a man who she didn't know was married. But then she found out he was married and kept messing with him. So if you know you have a history of being a homewrecker, sort of, why would you continue to do that? This man has somebody for your own respect, for yourself. You should be like, you know what? You're not even... You still got somebody else. You need right. to figure that out before you even come over here and touch my leg. Put your hand away. And though it feels yeah, nice, okay, don't touch Megan, my leg. Let me just say, <laughs> if you were in that moment, because I'm going to be honest, if, if I, I'll speak for myself. If I was in that moment, and this is someone who I love, this is the love of my life, allegedly, I want to be married to him. I want to have his kids. I was so close to having his baby. Right. It's probably going to go down like that. Like, I'm not... At least we're going to kiss or something. If we're that close and you have that chemistry, yeah, you have a girlfriend, but you don't want her. (laughs) Right, because, and obviously. Because you're here. Because he showed up. Right. He shouldn't have been, he was wrong by even showing up. And and by him showing up, that lets her know or lets me know that there's still something. So, I love you too, boo. (laughs) So then, of course, they're making out and they stop because Mary Jane was like, that should have been our baby. And it was a hurtful moment, you know, and he recognized she's hurt. Mm-hmm. And they just hugged, hug it out. That was sweet. Yeah. But she also revealed something, which was she had an abortion for yeah. uh, David's baby. She had an abortion. And she says that David, you know, he said he didn't make her do it, but she said he didn't stop her. Which so, I think timing was the reason. Right. For everything. Which, I, that happens. And to me, it made sense more why she was so hurt by this. Because, of course, you're not together. He, you know, you did the guy dirty. Like, why would you be so hurt? And now I get it. Because she was, she thought she was going to be the baby mom's, you know, the first mother of his child. And now she's not. Mm. Have you guys ever been with a guy and then they got somebody pregnant and then it's just like, well, dang. Right. When they were with you? They got somebody pregnant? Or, like, after you? Know, like, <laughs> I'm, like, trying to think back on my personal life. Right? That, that happened to me a couple of times. I'm, like, oh no, three God. times. Are you serious? Like, Hold on, Wally was with you? No, I after. After. Okay. But it was, like, that great period where it's, like, okay, mm. we could potentially get back together. Right. But now you then sealed the deal because you have a baby on the way. And right. that happened That's to me three times. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Maybe I should well, say congratulations I, I to you. I think that's, that's a, a blessing. That's a you gift, know, honey. I dodged a bullet. There you go. I don't want to get That's never happened to me, but I feel like, yeah, it, that's never happened. And if it has, it's probably some guy that I was like, oh. Right, right, <laughs> you were right. on the running anyway, so. Right. I kept trying to think. I was like, has anyone had a baby yet? No. <laughs> no, not that I think of. Not that I can think of. But I've, um, so yeah, they end up making out. They're done making out. She wakes up and I. That's when I was like, hold on, is this a dream? She had a really vivid dream. But then we see the note from David, and it just says that he he says I'm sorry, and I'm glad that he did mm-hmm. something like that. I'm glad he <laughs> said 
I'm sorry, because I think so many times, even as women, when we're hurt, we don't really want somebody to fix it. We just want to know that you really right. understand where we're coming from and that you really are truly apologetic about what happened. Mm-hmm. That's it. See, I'm the type of woman, I'm like, I'm, you sorry about what? You need to give me a list, give me a rundown. <laughs> I need closure again. What? Come back over. You mean like a take two of what they already went through? And then, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. Because it's like, <laughs> what are you sorry for? You're sorry because you came over and we kind of made out. Or are you sorry because all of this stuff has transpired and we're no longer together? Like, I need to know what you're sorry for. I want an explanation. What did you think he was sorry for? For coming over and leaving her to wake up by herself. Is that what you thought, Penny? What did you think he was no, sorry No, I thought it was all I th- all encompassing. Like, I'm sorry this isn't our baby. I'm sorry it didn't work out. I'm sorry that we didn't have a kid together. I'm sorry that we were on a break and then I had our, we were broken up and you were sleeping with somebody else and I got with somebody else and now she's pregnant and now I have this new life. That's what I thought. I thought it was like, uh, I'm sorry for hurting you because all of this stuff, all of this encompassing stuff has hurt you tremendously. Yeah. That's what I thought. But then again, as women, <laughs> we will like, 24 hours later, we might have some questions like, well, what Come about up? that? And right, we will right. call and be like, wait a minute. On March 37th, around lunchtime. March 37th, though? It, oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that, is that crazy? Is that crazy? Right, 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 right. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that I did want to talk about, uh, MJ's professional life, she's still on top. You see that she's at work doing what she does best. Um, and then, of course, uh, she, her producer, Lisa Vidal is her real name. Um, she tells her, we, ha- she has this great idea. You should get your eggs frozen. What do you guys think about that? I would do it. I think I would do it too. When, I mean, if I do reach a certain age and I know that, you know, the chances are not that great, I think I probably would. Why not? I don't see any harm in it. I would it. do it just scientifically because your eggs are, when you're younger, your age, your eggs are as young as you are. So they're more, they're smarter, oh. they're sharper, they're vibrant. <laughs> you don't want no dumb eggs, huh? <laughs> I didn't say that. Now. You don't want your dumb eggs, maybe. <laughs> I, I would prefer younger eggs as opposed to older eggs. So, so I do. I feel like she was right when she said it's like you know it's this, it's the female insurance policy of this day and age. I agree. I do have a question about that. So once your eggs are unfrozen, what they just happens? Fertilize it with sperm. But do you get pregnant or do you yeah. give it to somebody else? It's like they can put it in you or they yeah, can yeah. put it in somebody else. I mean, yeah, you can oh. sell it to somebody if you want. That's sell like, it. girl, that's or like, like that'd be selling your baby. No, you can insert it into. You can have like no, it's like surrogacy. If somebody right. is like doesn't have, they can't have children. They don't have viable eggs. You can like that's they can pay you a fee to take the, right. your egg and you know put their sperm in it and then put it in somebody's body. That's sad. That's a, that's what people sell their eggs all the time. You know what I think is so funny that some people have like so many kids running around and they don't even know the guys who sell their sperm. Right, mm-hmm. right. You have so many kids running around. You probably that have like fifteen thousand. Wasn't that a movie? There was a movie. Yeah, <laughs> right? that, was actually, that was like, yeah, this one guy had like ninety kids or something. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, it was like in the Adam news. Samler or somebody else that played the lead. Sorry, guys, that was off topic. Yeah. Right, that was digress. <laughs> right. So yeah, she's gonna get her eggs frozen. I would have, especially if my company was paying for it, fifteen thousand dollars. You don't pay to get these eggs frozen, honey. You better freeze them. You better put them mm-hmm. in there like some uh, freeze pops, honey. <laughs> Freeze these eggs. Um, so she's doing good with her job. So it'll be interesting to see because uh, also, they, I guess they want to take more of a tech route with the show. And so we also see that David has uh, his tech, I guess, what is it? He has an African-American travel site that he sold. So he's in the oh. tech arena. So hope, who knows? Maybe he's going to be on the show. I think he'll be on the show. Possibly. Do you think it's it's... What do you think it speaks to Mary Jane and where she is in her life that she's going on air for her job and freezing her eggs? Like, 
they would never ask a male to do something like that. But they they could be like, show us your vasectomy on air. Mm, that's kind of in- intrusive for a male. It wouldn't be vasectomy. It would be it would exam- be donating your sperm. Yeah. So certain like let us bring cameras in the donation room with you. And yeah. I don't think they would ask a male to do that. I think they would if he was willing to. But how many men are really like really trying to give their sperm at a sperm bank? Only guys who are looking for money, right? It's typically what I, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm saying, I don't think I don't think any guy would be doing it because then he'd be like, I think typically when guys do that, it's because they want the money that comes with donating sperm. So it has nothing to do with age or right. not being able to have not being at that stage of life where you're over 35 and you don't have kids, you're not married, so you have to do this because you don't have those things accomplished in life yet. I don't think she was, but I think the reason why it was even brought to her was, hey, I, you're my homegirl, and I know you was, you've been thinking about this. So why don't we do it on air? Like, let's I, put it on I air. I totally disagree with that. Only because I feel like her character, and I'm talking about Lisa Vidal's character, is an opportunist. And no matter who you are, what relationship you have with her, she will take advantage of you if she feels like she can sell this story and make a lot of money and get a lot of viewership. I think that this is something out of desperation. I don't think that Mary Jane is going to go through with it at the end of the day because it's embarrassing. Just to, you know, piggyback off of what Fania was saying, it's like it says a lot about your age and like not being accomplished and things of that nature. They can spin it that way. Not saying like that's what people who do that, that's just the bottom line. I'm not saying that at all, but... It's a lot more to this story that I think we're going to figure out throughout this season. But I think Lisa Vidal, I mean, I'm sorry. Lord, we got to see. That's the homies. You know what that homies? That's everybody's real name. I feel like she's an opportunist and she is the, she did this to just get viewership. We shall see. Keep in mind, that's her job. Her job is to, she'll lose her job if she doesn't have numbers. But would you play your friend just to get numbers? But I don't know if she's playing her. I think she's being honest with her. Like, look, you know you you need numbers. They will snatch your show. But no. But Mary J knows it to the other girl. She said, so-and-so did this at the other show. And it worked. Do you want right. to do it? But I think that in the back of her head, she knows that Mary Jane will regret this one mm. day. Oh. And if you were the homie, I would be like, you know what? Let me, okay, check this out. Oh, you think she's being shady? Low yes. Key yeah. Okay. I think she's like, like I would be like, okay, check this out. This is what homegirl did over here. Would you be willing to do this now? You may grow to regret this. No. Her character was like, do this, do this. Oh, I had a whole sheet of reasons that I was going to try and sell you to do this. Right. And she didn't really give her any pros and cons. She just was like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Well, I think because Mary Jane was easy with it. She was like, okay, yeah, I've been thinking about it. But even if Mary Jane would have been reluctant, she already had, like, she was going to sell her on it anyway. But I think she that's her job as the producer of the show to get Mary Jane to to feed into what she does. She has to sell her stuff. I would not sell out my friend for any amount of money. That's just, that's what's wrong with people nowadays like say that i just don't think that it's it's just not really you're not cultivating a really loving and long-lasting relationship if you're willing to make a couple of dollars off of a story well let's talk about some predictions then honey what oh yes no one wants to talk to us uh, I know. You okay. One prediction, starting with you, Fania. Fania. Um, let's see. I predict that 
Mary, Jane, and David are going to sleep together. <sighs> again? She's sleeping mm-hmm. with so many people. Okay. I think it's going to be, oops, <laughs> I did it again. So, are we making predictions based off of what we saw for, what we've seen for next week? No, or whatever just... you want to do, the whole season or next week. Okay, so, I predict that, let me think of some. Oh, I don't think that David's girlfriend or living friend is pregnant. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't think that she is. I think that she's not going to be pregnant. And David and Mary Jane are going to kind of stir something up again. David's going to fall head over heels. But then a love interest is going to come into Mary Jane's life. And she's going to mess it up again with David. Of course. I think, I like that actually. I think that Mary Jane is going to end up with a whole different guy. Like he's just going to come out of nowhere mm. and he's going to sweep her off her feet and then she's going to have to choose between David coming back to her and this new guy who is amazing. Whoever he is. Well, if you guys want to know who he is, check out my interview with Mara Brock Akil on AfterBuzzTV.com. She spills all of the tea. And, yeah, you'll find out who Mary Jane's new love interest is. Yeah. Do you think Andre's going to be back? Mm, I hope so. so. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> we hope so. Oh, Mari Hardwick, hell on. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about, do we have some news and gossip? Well, I mean, you know, it's just some shout-out stuff. First off, shout-out to... Every cast member on Being Mary Jane. Yes. They have a bunch of NAACP Image Award nominations. That's The Bomb, Gabrielle Union, mm-hmm. Mara Brock Akil. Um, also, shout out to Miss Lisa Vidal. Congratulations on your magazine cover of The Woo! Next Big Thing. Like, Yay. She is slaying the cover of that magazine. She's so pretty. She is gorgeous, darling. And let's see what else is going on. So, um, last time we were all together, you know, Miss Union got married in yes. August. So shout out to her. Congratulations on that. And she had With This Ring, which is a great movie that came out. And can we just say Mr. Union is like the bomb on Instagram today. <laughs> he did a shout out to her. It was like, I'm going to be watching Being Mary Jane and these are my faces. Like, <gasps> which is so true. Right. Like. Were we not, like, making those faces at the screen tonight? Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you guys think that he watched it previous to tonight, or did he watch it with all of us? No, I, I think, think he watched it previously. Yeah, he's seen it before. I think, she, I think she has a pre- Yeah, yeah. So he's probably seen the whole season. I would have, if my spouse was, like, on a huge major hit show like this, I think I would have wanted to watch it, like, with everyone else. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if they had time, I don't know. Yeah, right. Of course, the they're episode, like right. super oh, no. star, mega stars. They don't have time like us. Right, right, right. <laughs> also, check out the Being Mary Jane Instagram page because if it's your birthday, they have a gift for you. So Aww. if your birthday's today, go there and get a gift. Let us know what it is because I yes. would like. I wish kind go of go tell them it's your birthday. birthday then. How do they know? Well, <gasps> it's Teen Who's birthday. Oh my gosh, Tiana! Yes, we have to do it. Winning. Okay. Yes. Okay. So she can get some free stuff and give it to us. Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> All right, where can we find you, ladies? At? <laughs> you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Fania Thomas. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Ashley Gray TV. Check out my website, AshleyGrayTV.com. Shout out to Gabrielle Union for this amazing, amazing, amazing mm-hmm. liquor, vanilla yes. pudding. Definitely go out and grab some. It's great. Yes, and as always, you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter Meg Scoop. Don't forget to check out my uh, web series, Color People. Just search Color People TV on YouTube. Until next week, being Mary Janers, we'll see ya. But wait, you guys have to go to uh, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, like us, listen, rate us, comment, let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing not so right. (laughs) Now don't tell me that. (laughs) Bye.
Cheers. Cheers. Season two, episode one. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.